Welcome to the Meb Faber Show, where the focus is on helping you grow and preserve your wealth. Join us as we discuss the craft of investing and uncover new and profitable ideas, all to help you grow wealthier and wiser. Better investing starts here. Today's episode title is Cleaning Out the Garage. Let's get started. I'm going to start my diet tomorrow, you say, as you reach for another slice of pizza. How many times have you said that to yourself? Or perhaps your New Year's resolution was to exercise. Did you actually start exercising? Or maybe you're fit and eat healthy and don't face these challenges like the rest of us mere mortals. Well, go walk into your garage, take a look around, see that old aquarium or maybe that lawnmower from 1985 that just needs a little work. You know you need to clean house, you know what you have to do, but you don't do anything about it. As humans, we love to put off decisions for the future, often to our own detriment. But what does any of this have to do with investing? Here's two phrases we hear all the time. Meb, I like your fun, but it's run up a lot. So I'm just going to wait until it pulls back a little bit before I buy. Or how about, Meb, I like your fun, but it's struggled recently. So I'm just going to wait until it recovers before I buy. Or here's another one. These markets seem volatile, and I want to see how this geopolitical event plays out. So I'm just going to wait until things are more certain before I buy. In all three cases, the investor is likely just delaying a decision so they don't have to decide, so they don't have to act. If you take action, you could be wrong, and no one likes to be wrong. It's uncomfortable, and if the decision was part of a debate with a spouse or a neighbor, not only could you be wrong, but you will then face the ultimate worst phrase, I told you so. That's like being wrong twice. It's easier to just put off everything till tomorrow. Then it will be easier, right? Of course not. We believe there are two opportunities in the market today that warrant some attention, and we believe taking action. The first, and you've probably heard us mention this a few times already, is the value trade in the United States. The spread between value stocks and the rest of the stock market universe is at historically wide levels. Our friends at Alpha Architect have a great tool that looks at the valuation of the value factor since 1992. The larger the ratio, the cheaper value is. Back at the 2000 bubble peak, the earnings to price ratio was 3.42, the highest it's been since 1992. Well, as the end of September, it's 4.18. The source for this is Alpha Architect Visual Value Factors as of 9-30-2023. U.S. Universe equals top 1,500 stocks by market cap. U.S. value equals top decile value. U.S. value ratio is the U.S. value to U.S. universe. Please see additional disclosures for more detail. Many have been riding the giant tech names to strong gains this year, but is paying over 10 times sales for a stock a good idea? I mean, some are over 40 times. Our friend Jeremy Schwartz tackles the odds on buying those stocks historically in his recent piece, Performance After Peak Valuation, Navigating the Tech Sector's High Multiples. 2023. We'll link to this in the show notes, but here's a quote from the piece we think is worth noting. For the 231 companies that have reached a price to sales ratio over 25, only 21% of the time do they outperform the market in the next year. They have a mean relative return of minus 36%. Looking at longer horizons, this percentage becomes even worse, reaching 9% over the next three years and a mere 4% over the next 20 years. For higher price-to-sales ratios over 40, companies are even less likely to outperform the market on all time frames. The odds become stacked against you having a winning long-term stock at these valuations." End of quote. 
So how does one go about avoiding the most expensive stocks in the market and seeking exposure to value-oriented stocks? We believe the Cambria shareholder yield ETF, and that ticker is SYLD, is worth a look to express this opportunity. We cover a very short summary here in our piece, Think Income and Growth Don't Exist in This Market, Think Again, and we'll link to this in the show notes. But according to Morningstar, the SYLD ETF had a price-to-earnings ratio, price-to-book ratio, price-to-sales ratio, and price-to-cash flow ratio, all cheaper than both the Morningstar mid-cap value category and the S&P 500 index as of 9-30-2023. And if that doesn't grab your attention, shareholder yield is trading at over a 40% valuation discount versus the Morningstar mid-cap value category and more than a 60% discount to the S&P 500 index, which those multiples are both near all-time low spreads. And the source of that is Morningstar and S&P as of 9-30-2023. Now bear with me while I share how the Cambria shareholder yield ETF has performed against other funds in its category over the past 3, 5, 10 years. The Cambria shareholder yield ETF ranked one out of 95 funds in the Morningstar mid-cap value category on an absolute total return basis over the 10-year period as of 9-30-2023. The Cambria shareholder yield ETF ranked number two out of 122 funds in the Morningstar mid-cap value category on an absolute total return basis over the five-year period as of 9-30-2023. And the Cambria shareholder yield ETF ranked five out of 130 funds in the Morningstar mid-cap value category on an absolute total return basis over the three-year period as of 9-30-2023. Likewise, you can find more information in our fact sheet in the show notes. Now, the second opportunity is the value trade outside the U.S. Let's widen the lens a bit so we have some context on the differential and broad valuations between the U.S. and international stocks. We like to use the 10-year Schiller CAPE ratios for this, but substitute your own favorite metric and we'll think you'll generally draw a similar conclusion. The valuation spread between U.S. and international stocks has not been this wide for decades, and international stocks offer much more reasonable valuations relative to U.S. market cap stocks. According to global financial data, as of the end of August 2023, the U.S. CAPE ratio was 30.6, while the rest of the world has a CAPE ratio of 15. Let me repeat that. As the end of August, the U.S. CAPE ratio is 30.6, while the rest of the world is 15, roughly half. If we dial in our focus to the valuations of international stocks alone, the logic is similar to the U.S. value trade mentioned earlier. The spread between international value stocks and the rest of the international stock universe is at historically wide levels. Source, Alpha Architect Visual Value Factors as of 9-30-2023. IFA Universe equals top 1,500 stocks by market cap. IFA Value equals top decile value. IFA Value Ratio is IFA Value divided by IFA Universe. Please see additional disclosures for more details. Similarly to our discussion, we believe the Cambria Foreign Shareholder Yield ETF, FYLD, and Cambria Emerging Shareholder Yield ETF, EYLD, are worth a look to express this value trade opportunity. Again, we cover a very short summary in our piece, Think Income and Growth Don't Exist Around the Globe, Think Again, which is in the show notes. As we saw with SYLD, FYLD and EYLD's portfolios have recently traded near the lowest valuation since inception for the funds. FYLD is trading at more than a 20% discount versus the Morningstar foreign small mid-value category, more than a 40% discount to the MSCI EFA index. And EYLD trades at more than a 40% discount to both the Diversified Emerging Markets category and the MSCI Emerging Markets Index. Source Morningstar MSCI as of 9-30-2023. FYLD and EYLD's portfolios have recently traded near the lowest valuation since inception of the funds. 
And while these funds have not been around as long as SYLD, both have outperformed their benchmarks and receive Morningstar ratings we are proud of. Our belief is this. If a U.S. investor is ever going to place the value trade, if they're ever going to place the foreign stock value trade, now could be that time. The time to take action, make a decision, embrace the discomfort that comes with it. So as you finish listening to me talk through this, maybe take a break, walk over to the garage, take a look around. Are you going to put it off another day or are you willing to take action now? If you need help getting across the finish line, Cambria representatives are here for you. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us by responding to this podcast or giving us a call at 310-683-5500. And if you made it this long, listen up for the fund's Morningstar rankings. SYLD received a five-star overall rating from Morningstar as of 9-3-2023 out of 379 funds in the mid-cap value category based on risk-adjusted returns. For the three-year period, SYLD received a five-star rating out of 379 funds. For the five-year period, SYLD received a five-star rating out of 364 funds as of 9-30-2023. For the 10-year period, SYLD received a five-star rating out of 270 funds and as of 9-30-2023. Camry funds distributed by Alps Distributors, Inc., FYLD received a four-star overall rating from Morningstar as of 9-30-2023 out of 43 funds in the foreign small mid-value category based on risk-adjusted returns. For the three-year period, FYLD received a four-star rating out of 43 funds. And for the five-year period, FYLD received a four-star rating out of 40 funds as of 9-30-2023. EYLD received a four-star overall rating from Morningstar as of 9-30-2023 out of 718 funds in the diversified emerging markets category based on risk-adjusted returns. For the three-year period, EYLD received a five-star rating out of 718 funds. And for the five-year period, EYLD received a four-star rating out of 652 funds as of 9-30-2023. Cambry funds distributed by Alps Distributors, Inc. Good investing, Cambria team. To determine if this fund is an appropriate investment for you, carefully consider the fund's investment objectives, risk factors, charges, and expense before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's full and summary prospectus, which may be obtained by calling 855-383-4636 or ETF info, or by visiting our website at www.cambriafunds.com. Read the prospectus carefully before investing or sending money. The Cambria ETFs are distributed by Alps Distributors, Inc., 1290 Broadway, Suite 1000, Denver, Colorado, 80203, which is not affiliated with Cambria Investment Management LP, the investment advisor for the fund. ETFs are subject to commission costs each time a buy or sell is executed. Depending on the amount of trading activity, the low cost of ETFs may be outweighed by commissions and related trading costs. Shares are bought and sold at market price or closing price, not net asset value or NAV, and are not individually redeemed from the fund. Market price returns are based on the midpoint of the bid-ask spread at 4 p.m. Eastern time when NAV is normally determined and do not represent the return you would receive if you traded at other times. Buying and selling shares will result in brokerage commissions. Brokerage commissions will reduce returns. There is no guarantee that the fund will achieve its investment goal. Investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. High-yielding stocks are often speculative, high-risk investments. The underlying holdings of the fund may be leveraged, which will expose the holdings to higher volatility and may accelerate the impact of any losses. These companies can be paying out more than they can support and may reduce their dividends or stop paying dividends at any time, which could have material adverse effect on the stock price of these companies and the fund's performance. International investing may involve risk of capital loss from unfavorable fluctuations in currency values, from differences in generally accepted accounting principles, or from economic or political instability in other nations. Emerging markets involve heightened risk related to the same factors, as well as increased volatility and lower trading volume. Investments in smaller companies typically exhibit higher volatility. Narrowly focused funds typically exhibit higher volatility. 2023 Morningstar Inc. All rights reserved. The information contained herein, one, is proprietary to Morningstar and or its content providers. Two, may not be copied or distributed. And three, is not warranted to be accurate, complete, or timely. Neither Morningstar nor its content providers are responsible for any damages or losses arising from any use of this information. Past performance is no guarantee of future results.
The Morningstar rating for funds or star rating is calculated for managed products, including mutual funds, variable annuity, and variable life subaccounts, exchange-traded funds, closed-end funds, and separate accounts, with at least a three-year history. Exchange-traded funds and open-ended mutual funds are considered a single population for comparative purposes. It is calculated based on a Morningstar risk-adjusted return measure that accounts for variation in a managed product's monthly excess performance, placing more emphasis on downward variations and rewarding consistent performance. The Morningstar rating does not include any adjustment for sales loads. The top 10% of products in each category receive five stars. The next 22.5% receive four stars. The next 35% receive three stars. And the next 22.5% receive two stars. And the bottom 10% receive one star. The overall Morningstar rating for a managed product is derived from a weighted average of the performance figures associated with the three, five, and 10-year, if applicable, Morningstar ratings metrics. The weights are 100% three-year rating for 36 to 59 months of total returns, 60 percent five-year rating, 40% three-year rating for 60 to 119 months of total returns, and 50% 10-year rating, 30% five-year rating, 20% three-year rating for 120 or more months of total returns. While the 10-year overall star rating formula seems to give the most weight to the 10-year period, the most recent three-year period actually has the greatest impact because it's included in all three rating periods. When evaluating the Morningstar category, average valuation metrics, price the earnings, price the book, price the sales, price the cash flow, price the free cash flow, because these metrics are redundant for each fund share class, we only use Morningstar's option of user-defined primary class only to prevent multi-share funds from having a disproportionate impact on the category average. The category average 30-day SEC yield is the exception in this table and is calculated based on all the funds in the category. The price-to-earning ratio, PE ratio, is the ratio of a company's stock price to the company's per share earnings. The price-to-book ratio, or P2B ratio, is the ratio of a company's stock price to the company's book value. The price-to-sales ratio, or P2S ratio, is the ratio of a company's stock price to the company's revenue. The price-to-free cash flow ratio, or P to FCF ratio is a ratio of a company's stock price to the company's per share free cash flow. Valuation data as of 831-2023. Source, Morningstar S&P MSCI. Style and market cap breakdown and value and growth measures are calculated only using the long position holdings of the portfolio. Valuation premium slash discount. This compares the premium or discount on a percentage basis of a valuation metric for a security, portfolio fund, etc. relative to what it's being compared to, like a security, portfolio fund, category, benchmark, etc. CAPE. Cyclically adjusted price to earnings ratio is price divided by 10-year moving average of inflation adjusted earnings. U.S. Universe. Top 1,500 stocks by market cap. ADRs and firms with missing value measures are excluded. U.S. Value. Top decile value. This decile is the top decile of U.S. Universe based on a specific valuation measure. U.S. Valuation ratio is the U.S. Value divided by U.S. Universe. This measure considers the median valuation for U.S. Value and the median valuations for U.S. Universe. EAFE Universe is the top 1,500 stocks by market cap. When building the EAFE Universe, a best effort is used to identify common stocks and countries listed on the MSCI EAFE website. Firms with missing value measures are dropped. EAFE value is top decile value. This decile is the top decile of the EAFE universe based on valuation. EAFE value ratio is the EAFE value divided by EAFE universe. This measure considers the median valuations for EAFE value and the median valuations for EAFE universe. The S&P 500 index is an index of 500 stocks chosen for market size, liquidity, and industry grouping, among other factors. The S&P 500 is designed to be a leading indicator of U.S. equities and is meant to reflect the risk return characteristics of the large cap universe. The MSCI EAFE index is a free flow weighted equity index. The index was developed with a base value of 100 as of December 31st, 1969. The MSCI EAFE region covers developed market countries in Europe, Australia, Asia, Israel, and the Far East. The MSCI Emerging Market Total Return Index is a free-float weighted equity index that captures large and mid-cap representation across emerging market or EM countries. The index covers approximately 85% of the free-float adjusted market capitalization in each country.